Well, welcome. I am Alex Corey. I am the business development manager and assist with marketing up here in Northern Idaho, where our headquarters is at for Freestone Reconstruction. And today I'm excited to introduce and learn the story of Justin Pastorius. He's one of our account managers in um, Fremont at Freestone Reconstruction. So Justin, would you mind introducing yourself and um, just sharing a little bit about your background, where you're from, what's your title? Yep. Justin Pastorius uh, from Freestone Reconstruction. I am an account manager um, out of Fremont. Um, I reside in Livermore and I'm married with uh, two beautiful children and of course a beautiful wife. Um, we have three dogs, a turtle, a hamster, a chameleon, a couple fish. And I think that's it. My, my daughter over COVID uh, 19 became a, um, zookeeper. So a lot of those pets reside in her room. <laughs> that is awesome. A zookeeper. And, and, uh, and, so... a, and a matter of fact, the turtle, she, because the kids were outside for COVID-19, she, there's a Creek down the street from my house. That's not the cleanest Creek, like a city Creek. And so her dad, me had to jump in that nasty Creek to catch this little turtle that was in there. And he, now he's our pet. What other pets are going to be joining the household this year? If you ask my wife, not one, zero more pets. Um, my daughter, if it was up to her, she would have 17 dogs, but we'll see. We'll see. I think we're good where we're at right now. Sounds like a good volunteer for Habitat for Humanity or, um, you know, the, the, the pet shelter. Yeah. Send her down to walk a bunch of dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. There you go. So um, my question is, when did you start with Freestone? Can you just share um, kind of how you heard about the position? Were you, do you have a construction background? Yeah, so I have a little bit of a construction background, not, not much. I um, started Freestone back in October of 2019. Um, I had a good friend that um, previously worked for the company and um I had gotten, I was working in commercial electric and part of ways with, with a firm here in town and um, had a, interviewed with a, with a dewatering company and it just didn't seem like a good fit. And um, uh, the gentleman that used to, to work for, work, uh, for Freestone had said that there was a position open to Freestone and wanted to know if I'd um, come and have a chat with Mike Tolner, which I did, him and I and, and Kevin sat down and, um, uh, Mike shared with me kind of what the construction, um, what the what the position was, and what Freestone Construction was about. And um, honestly, it was I, I didn't see myself going back into construction. I, I did um, solar sales and installed, and I did commercial electric for a while. And um, you know, I just I didn't really see myself continuing down the construction road. But but hearing the values and how freestone um the companies that were they were founded and based in, and modeled i it was really really attractive to me and um honestly it was the best decision that i've ever made in terms of employment i've never been happier for um working with a company and with the team that i have and i'm surrounded with it's it's amazing can't say enough good well that is great feedback we're glad you're here um Moving on, what does an average work week look like, look like for you? I know that from my travels to the Bay Area, it seems like there's always something different going on, which probably makes it a fun job in terms of maybe you're not always behind a computer. Um, yeah. So yeah, share a little bit about Monday through Friday. What does that look like? 
Um, you know, it's, it's with, with construction, especially in the multifamily industry, it's an ebb and flow, you know, some, some, um, time periods, I'm extremely busy with active jobs. So I'm always out and about checking on jobs, making sure that, um, they're running correctly and the guys have what they need and, and, uh, doing all the things that they need to do. Um, and then we have more downtime where I'm trying to cultivate new clients, trying to, um, continue to build relationships with my existing clients and, and see if there's any way that we can service and help them out with anything, um, drum up proposal requests and, um, yeah. So it really like there's a, there's not really a, a direct answer to that question because it, it can change and we have to, you know, as account managers, um, in the industry that we're in, we have to be kind of multifaceted and, and be able to kind of shift gears, um, when we need to. Yeah. Freestone reconstruction though also serves all nine counties of the Bay Area. Am I correct? Yes. So there's a, some travel involved. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Some, some significant weeks, travel. Yeah. And and luckily, like the the past um, chunk of work I've got, it was kind of in the same area of of uh, those nine counties, which is which is a lot better than having to go from the South Bay to the North Bay and then back and all over the place. So. Yeah, there, there definitely is a lot of a lot of windshield time. So we have to be able to make some phone calls on the road and, you know, use the use the travel time wisely. What is your favorite county to work in? If you were to pick a favorite, what area is your favorite of the Bay Area? I would not have said this prior to the uh, pandemic, but honestly, San Francisco and Oakland are the two more San Francisco, I would say. And, and I probably wouldn't have said that before because pre-COVID the traffic getting in and out of the city was horrendous and it's hard to travel around a park um, when the city is um, hustling bustling but because of the shutdown there's less people working downtown there's less people kind of you know traveling about and um, the traffic has gotten a little bit worse since we've the barriers opened back up but uh no, I really enjoy, I mean, you really think about San Francisco being one of the, the top travel destinations in the world and I get to work there. I mean, I just think about just how extremely fortunate and blessed I am when I'm driving across the Bay Bridge and seeing the Golden Gate Bridge and um, all the little sites, which I know last time you were down here, you kind of got, got uh, slighted. So we'll make that up to you next time you come down. That's right. Lot, Golden Gate Bridge is on business. my bucket list. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So you mentioned um, the values of the company and being one of your draws for really enjoying and being attracted to the company and the company and the position. Um, I know that we are a relationship-based business when it comes to service. It, for us, it's all about a relationship rather than project and dollar amounts. Mm -hmm. So for you, what does it mean to be a relationship-oriented company like Freestone? Uh, what does that look, what, how does that correlate into your day-to-day -day work? Well, see, and that's, and I, you know, even before my, the, my prior construction experience, I was in a, in a, a very intense sales environment where it was like grind, 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 sell, 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 you know, it just didn't matter if the, it was necessary to fit the customer we're selling, that's where goals were being pushed, all this stuff. And I did not like that at all. You know, I don't, I don't like uh, feeling like I have to cram something down somebody's throat. So being a relationship based company, of course, we're, in this business to make money and those things, but like really to be, to, to be a service company and come alongside, you know, I, I think about, um, you know, our HOA community manners and just how stressful their job is. And they're always being pulled with the board and all those things. And, you know, it's, 
they, they, to be able to come alongside people and really be uh, a service to them and not look like, Hey, 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 you know, I'm just trying to grind this project out. And, and it really gets us to, to um, make sure that we do a good job for our clients. You know, we're not, we're not going to come out and just blow through a project so we can get to the next one, because really the end goal is to cultivate a long term, long year relationship um, with our clients and be asked to come back and continue to service them, which fits right along in my wheelhouse. I'm a service kind of guy and relationship kind of guy. You bet. We're going to get more into that here in a little bit. So my last question, when it comes to just the, the company and Freestone itself, what is your favorite part of your job at Freestone? My, the, my favorite part of the job, you know, I, I, I will say, satisfy a satisfied client for sure i mean when you there's there's so much that goes into some of these projects and sometimes it can get very very stressful with dealing with subcontractors and timelines and expectations and all those things but really when when we we get to the 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 finality of a project and the customer is happy and satisfied and you look at this this the end game of what you've just completed um it's it's pretty awesome i really um, I really, really enjoy that part of it. And, you know, having a satisfied customer and having them kind of ooh and awe with the work that we've done. Um, that's, that's a good feeling. hundred percent. I love it. So I want to switch gears a little bit. I know that you don't live in Fremont, um, or San Francisco, even though you like to work there. Yep. Uh, you live in Livermore. Tell me the highlights about the community, a little bit of about the community what are your favorite parts maybe even have a favorite restaurant so livermore california i I will i'll back up i i grew up in castro valley which is kind of in between san francisco and livermore i came out to livermore one time when i was um in my teenage years and it seemed like a cowboy town i like never saw myself moving out to this far and it was not that it's not even that far away but it seemed to me far away and um, I just never, never saw myself calling Livermore home, but my, um, my dad, when I was, was younger, moved out here and, um, we ended up coming into Livermore and, and moving in with him for a stint. And then me and my wife got our own place and then ended up buying a house here. And, um, it's, it's a really amazing community. It's, it's a very safe community. Um, we, we, you know, plugged ourselves into a good church and, um, it's, it's, it's definitely different than the East Bay or San Francisco for that matter. It's just not, not as hustle and bustle. It's very family oriented. Um, just a great community. Um, Livermore of course is known as the, uh, Napa's little brother, I guess, but they had a big, big wine, um, wine place, which I don't drink wine, but a lot of people do come here to enjoy the, the many, uh, vineyards that we have and wineries and, and so forth. And they just, they totally redid downtown, which, yeah. Totally redid downtown, which made it a kind of a very attractive place for people to come from outlying areas to visit with restaurants and so forth. That's great. So you have quite a few visitors from out of town or even out of state come in and visit. Right. Yep. Okay. But, but even How that, about that gym that you're a part of, I see. Oh, yeah. Sorry, there's, so a, I, there's a delay here, but there's a, yeah. there's a gym that you're involved with. Tell us about that. Yeah, a good a friend of mine, which he wasn't a friend of mine prior to me starting the gym, but um, he started a gym called Omnify Club. And it's a very, I never saw myself being a 
workout class guy, but some, some buddies of mine had invited me to come check out this Omni fight club. And I'm like, I don't really want to go fight anybody, but, um, it's not that it's, it was, it was a kickboxing studio and a fitness studio. And, um, what attracted me about Omni is very similar to what attracted me about the, um, about freestone reconstruction. It was a very family oriented community based workout studio. And it really, it, it, um, it was a really good fit for me and for my wife and, and what it's done for me on a physical level, you know, I was not severely out of shape prior to joining them, but, um, definitely needed some tuning up. And, um, since I started there, it's gotten me to compete in some high comp events and run an exorbitant amount of miles that I never saw myself doing. So, uh, and gave me some amazing, amazing lifelong friendships. Matter of fact, the, the gentleman that introduced me to Freestone Reconstruction, I met by way of Omni Flight Club. So they're all kind of interlinked. I love it. Before we get on to you being fit and involved and going on your, your most recent run, I want to back up a minute. And since I'm an out-of-towner, and I am assuming we'll have other out-of-towners listen to this, I would like to know what are the top three attractions to Livermore? If you were to invite someone to your local town, where would you recommend that they stop by? Um, if they, which I don't typically recommend alcohol to people, but if they are a wine drinker, most certainly, most certainly our wineries. I mean, that, that is the big attraction of Livermore for sure. Um, our downtown, like I said, our downtown area has been totally revitalized. The restaurants there are phenomenal. It doesn't really matter which place you kind of stumble into. You're going to get a good meal down there, um, which would be another, uh, reason to stop through the third. Um, if you're an outdoors type, we do have some, some hiking trails and some parks that are connected here in, in town that are amazing to visit, um, which I've been on just about all of them. So um, I can say firsthand, that's what, that would be my first thing to go do is go run trails. So. When is the best time of year to go run those trails? Right now. Yep. Right now, because right now. it's green and beautiful and not on fire. Right. Correct. Correct. Yep. No, right now, the springtime when the, I'm, I'm a, um, which my friends will make fun of me. I am a flower guy and I love taking pictures of flowers when I'm out on a hike or a run. Um, but right now with, with springtime and all the flowers in bloom and the hills green, um, it's a phenomenal time. Plus it's not so hot. Livermore can be very, very uh, hot in the summertime. I love it. So your community involvement, I know that you're involved with your church. Can you highlight maybe a few activities or what you do, whether it's weekly um, or monthly, or maybe even an annual event that you're involved with community-wise. Us as a company in Freestone, where a lot of us are involved with community aspects, whether that's the president um, or even down to the employees and the field staff. I know that we like to be involved in our communities. So what do you, what do you do and what are your highlights each year? Oh, gee. Uh, I I am heavily involved in, in a church here in town called Sunset Community Church. I sit on the board of that church. Um, I'm a youth leader. I'm in, on in the intercessory prayer team. I'm an usher. Um, I'm just about anything that they will allow me to do, I'll, I'll go do. Um, and so th- through that, I mean, serving our youth is the big thing right now with youth camps and, and stuff like that. I love um, really imparting some wisdom into our kids, especially in the teenage years. And that's where, when I was a young man, I took a severe right turn and learned some pretty difficult lessons. So um, to be able to serve our kids and especially right now um, 
through this pandemic, our kids are really struggling. I mean, they need, they need us big time. They're not adults. They don't think like adults. And even though they can act mature and act, um, you know, well past their age, they still have a young mind and some molding to do. And so to be able to come alongside of our kids um, is a big deal. And now we're just hoping over the COVID, the youth camps that we've been able to host in the past got obviously canceled because of the pandemic. And we're, we're hoping to get these kids out um, and do some things this summer. So that's that's a definite highlight. When you see kids um, just come, they get vulnerable, they open up, and you see them start to have a breakthrough. That's that's an amazing feeling. Um, and whether that be a church-based thing or just a, you know, a different a different platform, it's amazing to see our kids come into to who they are and not who the world is telling them to be. I love it. You also went on a large run. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the run? I know Freestone, we, we tried to highlight a little bit of what you guys were doing. Yep. Um, who did that impact? What did that, what was that like to take on? Uh, it was, it was amazing. I mean, it was definitely, we had, we had, a, our, our goal was 200 miles and we, we did fall um, pretty short of that, which um, was okay because what we, we partnered with an organization called Unravel. Um, and they, they are a foundation that, that fights pediatric cancer. And they're, you know, the money that is donated to Unravel uh, goes to pediatric cancer research, which is kind of an underfunded um, section of the, of the industry. So um, we, we decided to, through this whole pandemic, I mean, we, you know, not, not that we were looking for something to do, but, you know, me and the, the people that I surround myself with are pretty adventurous and outgoing and want to do things and be extreme a little bit, maybe a lot of it. Um, and so we ended up deciding that we we're going to do this 200 mile run for Unravel. And um, we partnered with this amazing organization and uh, we set out on this 200 mile adventure. But we um, being that it was a it was a mixed road and trail and we did 17,000 feet in elevation gain, which um, if you're familiar with that terminology, I mean, Mount Whitney's 14,000. So we ended up doing Mount Whitney plus 3000 feet. And um, we, we got to a point and the, there was three of us that started. One of us dropped, had to drop out because of her body. Her just shut down and she couldn't continue. And me and the other gentleman that, that was running, which Kevin, who was how I got introduced to Freestone, we were chatting and, you know, we were just, you know, we were, our bodies were worn pretty well. And we said, you know, I think it would be advantageous for us to stop, which is, you know, both of us are competitors and that's not usually my MO to, to, to hang something up prior, you know, before we get to the, the quote unquote finish line, but being that this was an unsanctioned thing and we were, we'd already raised kind of the awareness for unravel. We'd already raised the money that we, we set out to raise for unravel. So we made the decision to stop. And the most amazing thing happened when we did the whole community that was following us rallied around. And the next day we, we stopped uh, late Friday night and we woke up in the morning, social media was just blasted with everybody going out to run, to finish out these miles for these kids that are struggling with pediatric cancer. And I, you know, I never, and not like I felt like we had fallen short, but I just didn't anticipate that part of this story that to unfold the way that it did. And it was really, really cool for it, this, this little thing to set this big thing in motion. Um, and, and just the impact that it had on the people that got to be involved and were watching. And even the folks from Unravel were um, extremely grateful and thankful for, for us. And it was, you know, it, for our humble hearts, it's hard to take, you know, the thank yous because we were doing it to be a service to them, um, not to get the accolades, not to get the Facebook likes or the Instagram, like, you know, 
none of that stuff. So it was, it was, it was really cool. It was an amazing experience. Um, I don't know that I'll do it again next week, but you know, who knows? I, I, people keep asking me what's next and I don't really know, but maybe 22 miles in 2022. <laughs> we made it up. We made it that 101 in less than, we made it 101 in less than 48 hours. So that wasn't uh, anything to, to shake a stick at. We were, we were happy with that. That's awesome. Well, uh, I do have a final couple final questions for you. Um, my goal is that as we transition into 2021, you know, through quarters um, two, three, and four, we're going to be having some opportunities to partner with FFA students and, and students in the trades um, looking to maybe go into have a career in the trade in the trades um, or within agriculture, which is something that our president is very passionate about. What advice would you give a high school student, you know, maybe a young man or a young woman um, considering a, a career in the trades? Do you have any advice? for? Yeah. Do, do something that, that, you, that interests you and that you're passionate about. Don't go for whatever you think is going to pay you the most money in this life. Money will come and money will go, but your happiness is really what is going to stay with you for the, the rest of your life. You can most certainly go for the highest paying job and it can be immensely stressful. And trust me, I've been in enough different positions to know that I went for the, the big money thing and I hated every day of it. Um, and so I would, I would encourage you to, to really take some time and do some research and find something that you can be passionate about and, and stand behind and the, the, the money will come. The money will come. Great. Uh, is there anything that you would like to leave us with any final comments um, for, for those that listen and tune in? Yeah, I know we're, you know, depending on where you're listening from, but most certainly here in California that, you know, we're, we're coming out of a pandemic and I know that, People have been a bit downtrodden. I just encourage people to keep your head up, man. Keep your eye on the prize. Um, make the best of your life. Don't don't worry about what the people to the right or the left are doing. Worry about what you're doing with your life and the impact that you're leaving um, as, as you walk through this experience that we get to have until we reach uh, the finish line. Great. Thank you, Justin.